Hi, I'm Elisa Keaton, the founder of Revelation Wellness, and I don't need to remind you that we have all been living in challenging times. If you're feeling weary and you want to get back to the heart of worship without performance, striving, or turning on your calorie counter, then I invite you to join our new fitness program, Songs of Ascent, 21 Days of Walking Prayer. If you don't have a regular exercise routine, this program is the perfect place to start. Or if you're like me and need to get back in touch with movement that isn't about counting calories, strength gains, weight loss, or closing the rings on your watch, then this program is for you. Now you might think of prayer happening on your knees or in a chair, but something transformative happens in our brains and our bodies when we move our feet and hear God's truth. As we start to think and say new things, what feels stuck inside of us gets unlocked. For 21 days, you'll bring your body and your mind closer to God as you journey through Psalms 120 to 134, the Songs of Ascent. Each day you'll be invited to walk and pray through the scripture with an instructional audio recording as your guide. You'll learn proper walking form, avoid muscle aches and fatigue, and you'll learn to breathe better as you walk. But most importantly, you will be transformed as you move your feet and pray. Movement is a simple act given to us by God that we might draw closer to Him and further away from the cares that weigh us down. Your joy will be restored for prayer and you'll receive a fresh heart for worship. Whatever your fitness level, let us help you experience God's presence in movement and develop healthy habits around prayer. Let's cease worrying about moving numbers on the scale. Instead, through prayer, let's move mountains with God. Let's get back to the simple joy of movement and closer to the heart of God. So come, join thousands of people around the world as we spend 21 days moving our hearts and bodies closer to God. Sign up for Songs of Ascent 21 Days of Walking Prayer today. Well, hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. And I do not want you to miss out on knowing that our 21 days of walking prayer is now open. Any tax deductible donation amount gets you in. We suggest $10, but I suggest you pray about it, decide in your heart what to give, and then ask the Lord, how much more can you give? I know for me, when it comes to giving, I pretty much have an immediate thought of how much to give, and that's my thought. So then I go to the Lord and ask Him for His thoughts, and He usually stretches me just beyond my comfort zone. Why? Because I don't want my money to own me. And that's what we do here at Revelation Wellness. We don't want fitness to own you. We don't want food to own you. We don't want money, relationship, nothing to own you. You are a son and a daughter of God whom He has set free. You are free indeed. So give graciously. Join our 21 days of walking prayer because this is the point. For 21 days, we're going to, for 20 minutes a day, walk. Just go for a walk and pray collectively all together around the world, working through the same songs and verses for the 21 days. I'm excited about this because we've never done this before. <laughs> we've never done where for 21 days we are working through prayers together. And these are prayers that our forefathers would say and proclaim as they would head 
to the temple three times a year to make their offerings. But we are now the temple. We are now the presence of God in us. But we all know it's possible to say that you love God with your mouth, but yet your heart will be far away from Him. I'm certain the Lord is gonna do reconciling work in us, not because it's about us, but because we seek Him. When we seek Him, we see Him, and in His presence is fullness of joy, and it's the joy of the Lord that is our strength and our integrity, and it keeps us together even in the hardest of times. So don't miss out. Join our 21 days of walking prayer. Signups are open now. We will begin on June 7th. So it doesn't start today. Just the signups now till June 7th. But the signups actually close a week from today. So as you're hearing my voice right now, we have one week left to join because we give ourselves a few days to get everyone ready, get all the content you need. Uh, again, this will be thousands, maybe even over 10,000 people in this journey. So don't miss out. One week from today, it will close. For each day, we will walk and pray through scripture. An audio recording will come your way. It's 20 minutes. You can do it before dinner, after dinner, lunch. It's not, you're not supposed to get sweaty. How about that? If you're worried like, oh my gosh, I'm at work. No, you're just going for a walk. You can easily fit them in any time throughout your day. So let's stop worrying about moving numbers on a scale and instead through prayer, let's move mountains with God. Any donation gets you in, any tax deductible donation amount gets you in. If you give $1,000 or more, you will be in my private Saturday deep restorative stretch group. Where I will continue to expand upon these teachings and we're gonna tug on the heavens together in such a glorious way. Swipe up on the show notes, give the best you can. And now, without further ado, I present to you my friend, Jody Burnt. Jody Burnt. If any of you follow me on Instagram, you saw recently that I bought a lamination machine. Why? Because Jody inspired me too. <laughs> Jody has written the books, many several books on praying the scriptures. And her recent book, Praying the Scriptures for Your Life, it's changed me, honestly. And it's so crazy how I found Jody prior to actually meeting her in person and was working through her book. You'll hear the story. Listen up. If you want to see scripture come alive, talk about, I mean, this is what we're doing in the 21 days of walking prayer. Jody does this with scripture and she's serious. And so a lamination machine is often needed <laughs> to get scripture and make it permanent. Something about a laminated piece of paper makes it permanent. I love this woman. I'm inspired by her. She feels like a godmother to me, so I know she will be to all you guys. So check her out. Listen all the way through. Be sure to go get her book and follow her. We're going to blow up her Instagram today, Revelation Wellness. Go follow her. You need people like Jody in your social media feed. She should have thousands. Like She was there before there was Instagram, everyone preaching and teaching. And so let's give her a little big push into the algorithm today so that her books, her messaging would fill into the social media feeds as well as reach the ends of the earth. You guys have a great day. Thanks for being such good supporters, donors. Thank you for making this possible. We'll talk again. Peace. All right, everyone. I always love um, spending time with people that I love because if I love them, I know you're going to love them. And I know that the Holy Spirit's at work in them. And little backstory on our guest today. Uh, Jody Burnt 
If you know her, you love her. If you don't know her, you're going to love her by the end of this interview. Um, funny backstory. I had never heard of Jody Brent before. Burn. I'd never heard. I, I had no idea. And then across my desk came a book called um, Praying the Scripture for Your Teens. <laughs> and I was in the thick of it. I was at the point where, you know, when you feel like you've prayed all the prayers, I can't pray anymore. I got no more prayers to pray. I don't even know what to pray anymore, God. And this book, Praying the Scriptures for Your Teens, came across my desk. And I said, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that for the next uh, 30 days. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. And it was like something to hang on to. And one, praying the scriptures was a new thought to me, which I thought so crazy. How have I missed this? Like, what a wonderful, beautiful way to engage with scripture, call upon scripture, take out his word and, and just feel like a rhythm, I guess, of prayer. So I did it and I was in the middle of it, like maybe day 20 or so. And I was invited into this um, retreat experience, <laughs> which we had no idea who was going to be there. And just so happens, Jody Burnt is there. Like, what? So you guys, Jody Burnt has authored a new book. It's coming out pre-order right now, Praying the Scriptures for Your Life. But she has all kinds of praying your scripture, praying your scripture for your children, praying your scriptures for your teens, your adult children, and then your life. Jody, I love you. Welcome to the podcast. That's a big oh intro. God. That is maybe the best intro ever. And you know what's crazy? I did not know that story. I did not know that you had been reading the book yeah. and praying the scriptures before we met in person. Yes. And oh my gosh, as somebody who just loves um, fitness and mm -hmm. our bodies and how God can work in us and through mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. I mean, just for your listeners who all I know, know you and love that about you. But when I met you, I was like, this is what I've been longing for. And I didn't even know yeah. to ask God for that. In the same way as you just said, you hadn't yeah. known about praying the scriptures and you thought, wow, this is great. When I did your workout and we got to talking about the joy of the Lord being our strength and uh -huh. all of those great things you pour into us, it was just transformational. I was like, yes, this is taking my passions of Jesus and health yeah. and blending them. And oh, what a joy. So isn't, isn't it fun? fun? It's so <laughs> fun. Oh, the Lord knew too. I mean, he knew I was weary and that whole you know, time together that we had those few days together for all of us felt like just water in a desert and it's been flourishing ever since. So community, everyone, community. community. And it doesn't have to be an author, just someone who loves Jesus yeah. and is willing to pour their life out. Find one person like that. And if you're not, don't have one, be that person and you will retract more people to you. You know what? I think if, if people don't listen to the podcast past what you just said right there, I think that's transformational. And that is actually something I write about in the book on the chapter on friendship, mm. because I think it can be so easy for us to think, um, oh, they don't want me or they didn't invite me or I've tried mm. three times to get together and I've been rejected. And we can just kind of curl up and believe the lie that we don't belong or we're not wanted. And that is so from the enemy where mm. God is saying, you are loved, you are cherished, you are wanted. And guess what? That girl over there, she's lonelier than you are. Come Reach on. Out to her. And I just, you know, I love what you just said because it is all about community and there's something weird in us that thinks that we're just going to withdraw and when we feel that feeling, the greatest thing I think we need to do is turn right around and do the opposite of that. Find totally. someone to call. Find someone to reach out to. So true. So good. 
Okay. Give us the Genesis. I want to go back to praying the scriptures for you. When did that drop into you when, because clearly God gave you that. And yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I never set out to write books. That was kind of an accident, but what happened was I had these four kids in six years and just like any- <laughs> Say no mom, more. <laughs> yeah. Like, like any mom, I think we're so aware of our own shortcomings, our own failings, our yeah. own inabilities to do it. And I had grown up in a praying home. I accepted Christ when I was eight. And so I was kind of comfortable with the idea of prayer, like if I'm being honest, I would say it was getting a little bit boring because mm-hmm. I would just pray, God, help my kids be nice to each other. You know, <laughs> let them let them do well in school. You know, great yeah. prayers. I'm not knocking those, but they yeah. just began to feel a little repetitive. And and then I got involved with a group your listeners might know of it, Moms in Prayer. Uh-huh. They just, they're an international organization, momsinprayer.org, if people want more info. But um, one of the things that they really encourage you to do is to use the Bible to help shape your prayers, to take the promises and principles we read there and personalize them. So for example, mm-hmm. you know, if you're struggling with anxiety, you could say, God, help me not be anxious. Or you could couch it in Philippians 4, 6 and say, God, help me not work, worry about anything, but pray about everything, Father. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you my needs and thank you for your answers. You know, and it just becomes so much more rich and satisfying. Yeah encompassing. So I started praying that way over my children and I began seeing God do some good things in their lives. And even uh, as also with that, bringing sort of a peace and a confidence to my parenting, even when the answers weren't coming, it was still like, I knew I had an advocate. I knew I yeah. had a, you know, God working. Um, and so I just reached out to uh, more than a hundred actually other parents. And I said, can you tell me what you want God to do in your life? Cause I was curious. I'm like, I knew how I was praying. Yeah. I want to know how they were praying. And folk, I sent out a survey. This was before you could do a survey on Facebook or email or anything. So I sent it paper copies to everybody and I got more than a hundred answers back. And they were things like, I want my kids to have wisdom. I want them to have compassion. I want them to have good friends, good relationships with their teachers. I want mm. them to be healthy and safe relationship with the Lord, all of these things. And I took the top 20 answers. Perfect. And I thought, I want to find out what God says about these things. I started digging around in the Bible. And sure enough, as you know, you know, we don't have any concerns that he doesn't already address. Amen. So I just got excited about that. You can probably hear that in my voice and um, shaped it into a book. And I thought, I don't know if anybody wants to read this, but I'm going to pitch it to the publisher. And um, they took it and And then the kids got older and they hit the teen years and I'm like, okay, they're driving and they're dating. And yes, they were experimenting with drinking and all of the, all of that teenage stuff. And so I went back to the drawing board, did the same thing again. And then they hit the adult years. They needed a job. They needed to either thrive in their marriages or survive and thrive as a single person. And so that book took shape. And then every time I would go somewhere and speak, people would say, okay, I love this. It's really helped in my parenting, but but what about me? You know, what about my concerns, my fears, my, how do I deal with unanswered prayer? How do I deal with, you know, suffering, aging, all of that. Um, And, and at first, honestly, Lisa, I was like, you know, that sounds kind of narcissistic. I want to write about that. You know, there's, there's world hunger, there's pandemics, Mm. there's unsafe neighbors. What do we get any business praying for our own lives? Mm. But God really set me straight. He kind of said, you know what? I want you to come to me with your needs in the very same way you want your kids to yeah. come with their joys and their heartaches, their struggles. Yeah. You want them to communicate. And so, um, you know, he very gently 
gave me the nudge and and the result is this new book, Praying the Scriptures for Your Life. And don't you think (laughs) there's that health of, I mean, sometimes, like you said, we're so quick to be what other people need or the environment around us. If there's chaos going, we want to pray into that, want to pray into that. But we really kind of like, we need the oxygen mask on us first to be filled with the, it's almost as if, if this book was something you first had when you were young, like praying for your life, then maybe as we became an adult of a parent or a child, right. perhaps we right. would less panic in a sense. Yeah. So it's almost like we've worked outward in, if that makes I, sense. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, the chapter, even just on, on loving people, even when it's hard, you know, we can all love the people that are easy to love, but yeah. you know, when it's a spouse that you're at odds with, or when it's a neighbor who's mowing their lawn really early on Sunday morning, or, you know, <laughs> when, it's, when it's the person whose kid is, is bullying your kid at school, all of these people that can be hard to love. Um, that's, that is a chapter in there. And you're right. If we could get that into our souls, it would equip us, like you say, to put that oxygen mask on so that we can then pray for others. You're right. Oh, it's so good. You guys, so the book also is very, you have a rhythm of praying. So reading, reflecting, responding, which by the way, my first book, The Wellness Revelation, has that same kind of rhythm to it as oh, well, hooray. where you read something and like, okay, now we're going to have to reflect on this, respond on it, um, be a participant with it as well. So you got the the devotional itself is not just a devotional; it engages you in the process. Um, well, so Jody, I and honestly, I think that is. Um, how God feels about his word to us too, right? So often we think of the Bible as something we just read. And I think God would say, oh, no, no, no. This is part of a conversation. This is my word to you, but I want you to respond to it. I want you to reflect yeah. on it. Yes. And I want you to talk to me based on it. I want you to pray based on yes. it. Yes. So um, I think you and I in writing our books like that, we're just copying God. Totally. That's so true. <laughs> There's no original idea, everyone. We're just copying the one who gives them all. That is so true. And the thing I love about learning to be thinking and you're praying in the scriptures or praying the scriptures, I actually read scripture differently in a way. It's like I'm looking at it to hold on to it, to recall it. So I love, you know, I love things about the mind and the body. Like our minds can be renewed and we can learn new things and think new things and do new things, but it's that repetition. So when you are looking through scripture to also recall it and pray on it and activate it, it becomes part of you more. Absolutely. And it's so true. We add Jody, it, it's true. If you, when I met you, you wrote a book, you are your book. You are your book. <laughs> like you are this, like you'll talk. And if we're, we're saying something or you're praying for someone, you call upon scripture and I love it. There's something about it that soothes me because it's not Jody coming up in sense with Jody words, which is fine. Like we can say really elaborate prayers or some right. people feel, and that's such a lie, right? A lot of people think they can't pray. Sure. Their words aren't eloquent or whatever, which Paul himself is like, I did not come here with words of eloquence, but with a demonstration of the spirit's power and God's spirit rests in his word. So the more we get the word in us, the more it becomes a part of us and we can recall it. And then we are, we're prepared to fight the battle, whether it's for yeah. our aging body. <laughs> yes. No. And our, one of my favorite of your shows, actually, you talked about the difference between fast food and nutritious food mm. and snack on scripture, which is nothing wrong with that. 
But if we really want to be nourished and healthy, I love that point that you made about digging in and reading it and letting it shape and transform how we think in a, in a, in a more steady diet than the little snacks. So yeah, and that. chewing on it. And I think that's as well is what praying the scriptures does is you're chewing. It's meditative. It's taking the word, rolling it over, applying it. So you're not looking for the next um, fancy word to say. Or I, I'm, I know for me personally, I treated prayer for a while and in the t- toughest part of my life in my marriage, man, I just felt prayer felt heavy and like I cannot say any more words. And I thought of God like a combination lock. If I say the right, if yeah. I, okay, what am I missing in my prayer? Like if I can turn it to the right number, then it'll unlock. And that was a, man, the Lord just dealt with me on that in the sense of, I'm not trying to frustrate you. I'm not trying, you don't have to figure me out. I am here to help you know who you are. Like you don't, you don't have to figure me out. I want to help you figure yourself out. So you are free and free indeed, Elisa. Love it. Love it. When you study scripture for yourself, are you like a journaler? How Tell people, people are going to go, how do you do scripture? Like how do you engage with scripture just in your day to day? Okay. I love that kind of nitty gritty question because I think we can talk about the Bible at the 10,000 foot level, but I love when you break it down and you're so good at doing this to the, you know, okay, tell me the how to, tell me the what Yeah, do some practicals. Yes, practicals. Well, for me, and again, there's no magic formula and no right way. We can step into God's presence on a prayer walk. You know, we can pray in the morning. We can Mm -hmm. be meditative and contemplative and reflective. We can Mm -hmm. be speaking and shouting and singing, you know, all of that. So, but for me, I do, I love to um, get up in the morning and I have um, a prayer journal. I I tend to start with um, reflecting on God's faithfulness, just Mm -hmm. kind of as a discipline of just saying, okay, what am I grateful for? Where do I see his provision? And honestly, if I let you peek in my journal, you would laugh out loud because it might be something really big, like a friend whose marriage was restored or someone who experienced a healing. Mm. But the very next line might say, my gold shoes, because I was needing shoes for my daughter's upcoming wedding. And, you know, I saw an Instagram ad and there they were, and I ordered them and they fit. And I'm like, Lord, you provided something that wasn't expensive and it fits and it's comfortable. Thank you. It's going in my journal. So I do, I I try to start that day with just thinking of two or three things. Um, And then I have a um, scripture reading plan. I'm a little anal that way. I really like to have a plan. I I, I don't have anything against those folks who just want to open to any passage. That's fine. But for me, I find that the accountability works well mm-hmm. when I know where I'm going every day. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I have my little my little reading plan, my checklist, and I do that. And as I'm reading, I'm praying as I'm reading, where if I say I'm in Romans and I get to Romans 12 and I come upon that verse that says that we are to be... Um, I'm going to probably quote it wrong, but joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. I think mm-hmm. I'm. Uh, you're going to. You have to help me on that one because I probably am getting it wrong. Um, be be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. But say I read that. Um, mm-hmm. That might hit me if I was struggling with something, and I might say, "You know what, God, help me. Help me to be patient in affliction. Help me." to be faithful in prayer. Help me to be joyful as I hope, because mm-hmm. I'm not feeling joyful this morning. I'm feeling discouraged. I'm mm-hmm. feeling weary, but just sort of that reading scripture um, 
can become not just a read, but a prayer. And so I might write that down and uh, say, I'm praying for one of my children. Um, I'll, I'll put their name in that, you know, help Hillary to be faithful in prayer, help her to be patient in affliction, help her to be joyful in hope. Um, and so, so that good. that's kind of that's kind of where I go and what I do. It's, it's I used to think, okay, uh, read the Bible and then pray, but for me, it's much more of a, 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 a back and forth. I'm reading and I'm praying and I'm reading and I'm praying. So it's so good. I'm sitting here with everything I know about neuroplasticity. Oh, <laughs> and, love and it. Change, I love it when you say that word. <laughs> oh, that we can become new creations. Everything you're talking about, you guys. This is how we engage with scripture. Isn't it true why Jesus would uh, rebuke the Pharisees saying, you diligently search those scriptures, studying and studying, but you refuse to come to me. The point of scripture is to lead us to the relationship of the living God of the Bible uh, so that we have this, this being known and loved by God and known by God and loving God and knowing God, like this, this engagement of relationship active and alive. Yeah. And that, that changes us. This, I think that is such a good, good takeaway. Someone just hears that to read scripture in a way that you are looking to, to pray into it and to ask God about it and to um, really to engage with it, that it becomes a part of you, not just, I read the scripture and now I pray. <laughs> right. Right. Because honestly, think about it the way you do with a friend. If all you did was have coffee with a friend and for the whole time the friend talked and you never responded or never said oh. anything and then you went home, um, that wouldn't be satisfying to either of you. And when we sit down with the Lord and we read his words, it's like hearing him speak, right? Mm-hmm. He wants to know what we think about that. And if we don't understand it, we can say, wait, wait, I don't get that. Can you explain that to me? And he goes, oh, yes, thank you for that invitation because that's the Holy Spirit's so job, good. you know? John 14 tells us that he's going to remind us of everything and teach us. And so we can question God's word. We can pray God's word. We can yeah. say, thank you for that promise, God. That's yeah. a great thing you just said there. And it becomes really a, a conversation like we have with a friend. So It's um, so true. Yeah, I that. think the two greatest lies with scripture is we think we, we're too dumb. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't get it. And I, I don't understand it, which is the beauty of you're not supposed to fully get it. You're, that's why yeah. you need the wisdom of the spirit. And that's why James says, if any of you lack wisdom, ask and I'll give it. We have a helper. You need to, you need a helper. You need right. someone to help you understand it. The Holy Spirit's there and communities where community and a, a good leadership helps as well. So it's not just you and God, but you're never, you're supposed to need the Holy Spirit to help you interpret the scriptures. If you understood it, then it's, you'd be God, like you would be your own God. So the whole point is, if you feel that I'm too dumb for scripture, oh, that's the, that's the invitation. Come on, come on in and find out that you're not. Can I just say, if you feel like you're too dumb for scripture, you will love praying the scriptures for your life because every (laughs) chapter in there, I mean, I'm pretty honest in telling the stories about my own life and the things that I have failed at or the things that have been funny. And, um, and so every, every topic, whether it's a topic on health and healing or finding joy or sharing your faith or hearing God's voice, any of that, it's not just kind of these, uh, deep biblical concepts. It's real stories from people who've, um, who've had experiences with those things. So it's an, it is an invitation to say, Hey, jump right on in here. Nobody's too dumb for this. We're all together. Yeah. And yeah, we're all kind of foolishly figuring this thing out together. So true. 
Yeah. And the second, I think too dumb and too busy, too dumb and I'm too busy. I don't have time. I don't have time for that, which we all know we have time. We just don't make time for it. So back up to, you said you have like a, your uh, daily kind of biblical pl- uh, plan of scriptures. Do you download that? Do you make it yourself? Where are you getting that? Um, you mean my reading plans? Yeah, um, reading I do plan. a different one every year. Um, I love what the Alpha Group puts out, the Bible in one year, B-I-O-Y, I think are the initials. Yeah, Bible in one year. Bible in org. one year. Okay. Yeah, .org. And so you can get that um, emailed to you. And so it just gives you a reading plan every day with a tiny bit of commentary. Sometimes I just, honestly, it's some years I Google Bible reading plans and up pop a bazillion of them and you can choose one year, two year, you know, you can be, if you are like me and you like a box where you can check it because it makes you feel so productive, you can print out one like that. I love making my checks every day. And I know some of your listeners are laughing and rolling their eyes and going, Oh, please save me from that. Cause I know (laughs) not everybody is like that, but they're learning to be, they know that I value a good, they know I value a good checklist. So, yeah, so I would say just you could Google Bible reading plans, but one of my favorites is that Bible in one year that is put out by the folks at Alpha. So, so how many times have you gone through the Bible in one year? Oh, God. How many times? Yeah, I'm just curious because I love you. I feel like Jody's a godmother for me. Jody, teach you me. You are the sweetest thing. Um, I, you know, I don't know, 25, 30. It's amazing. I'm an old lady. <laughs> I know. You uh, You got your joy. Your, I, the, this goes, the, I'm good with getting older. If this is getting, if looking at Jody and being uh, in her presence, is that's uh, getting older? I'm in. You I'm are in. the cutest thing. Well, I'm telling you, I'll tell you one of my favorite verses. And so for any of your more seasoned listeners, Psalm 92, 14, it says, uh, well, I don't know exactly what it says, but as I turn it into a prayer, I say, may I bear fruit even in old age and always stay fresh and green because oh, that's on. what Psalm 92 talks about. It talks about when we follow the Lord, we stay as fruit bearers, as we age, we stay fresh and yes, green. You are. Isn't that what we want? We want you, to be yes. We want to be fresh. We don't want to just be shriveling up. <laughs> and there's no other place. I just, this is where I go, where else, where else? It, Jesus is the fountain of youth. I'm convinced a I'm woman convinced. or a man that really seeks God with all of himself has given his life over is death, dying to themselves over and over again, continually showing up to be learning, right? Cause there's that lie as we get older that we know it all. Like as mm-hmm. if today, I've read the scriptures once. I don't need to read them again. No, like we continually show up to be taught. Right. I think there's such a joy, a youth, a peace that is exudes from the inside of of people. Um, you get around those those saints that have that have been tilling ground for a long time. They're contagious. So yeah, I I I'm I'm good with it. If this is what my future looks like. I'm good. I'm I'm willing to go. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) I might need a few more massages every so often and some (laughs) some giddy up to get get warmed up and go. But it's worth it. It's worth it. Okay, so this book, Praying the Scriptures for Your Life, who should get this book, Jody? Anybody. I mean, Mm -hmm. honestly, um, anybody. Like my previous books were written obviously for parents, and it's been really fun for me to see because I have adult children and to see them and to see their friends who aren't parents yet saying, Oh, I'm so excited. You know, finally a book that 
can I can use to draw closer to the Lord yes. and learn how to pray scripture yeah. that's not just for parents because I like we were saying earlier because I want that for my own life. So um yeah, I would say this is a book really for anybody. It really is. And again, because it's not um written, you know, there's some deep theology in it. And I quote a lot of dead authors who are a lot smarter than I am. Um, but, really, but really, it's not one of those hard to read scripture books. Yeah, it's not. So, yeah. so it is for everyone, anyone with a life wanting to pursue God, anyone, pretty if you, much. If you're alive, this book is for you, right? <laughs> you have a life. That's oh. what I say. I say that about Revelation Wellness though. Like, if you have a body and you're breathing, right. then let's go. You're qualified. Absolutely. You're fit. You're ready for Absolutely. some form of movement. Absolutely. The book really does. I, I, two things when I ask this audience. One, get the book um, because I do believe it's very neuroplastic. The way she takes scripture, uses story. That's a big part of how we um, relate and remember things is through story. So it's not just knowledge. It's an experience of someone lived through. You relate to that. You remember it. And then how we reflect, re read, and reflect and respond, those whole kind of the engagement with the prayer, with the prayer life through scripture. Um, it changed me. And, and the book, which by the way, I finished the um, 30 days of 31 days of prayer for my teen. Um, and I, at the time I had met Jody, I was still kind of in it and it was, we're in some rough places. And I'm not saying God is a formula, you guys. He's not like, there was no magic to it, but my heart was turned to the Lord through prayer of like, I, I don't know what else to pray anymore. And um, I, Jody, before Jody and I got going, she'd asked me about how, how are your teens doing? And I'm here to tell you, uptick, like things shifted. Prayer, the prayers of a righteous person are powerful and effective. They are. Our prayers release God's provision. Amen. I think there are so many people who think, oh, God's going to do what he wants to do. He loves me. Mm -hmm. He's sovereign. Why pray? But why pray is, A, he commands us to, right? Mm -hmm. But even more than that, he invites us to. He wants relationship with us. Mm -hmm. He wants to involve us in the work that he's mm -hmm. doing in our lives and in our family's life, our children's lives, our friends' lives. He could just be like some heavenly Santa Claus and hand out presents mm -hmm. right and left, but he doesn't. He wants to get down in it with us and have us be involved. And I love that quote from Watchman Nee, the Chinese uh, Christian writer. He says, you know, when we pray, we're not the ones that do the providing. What we do with our prayers is we lay down the tracks so the locomotive of God's power can come through. Ooh. Isn't that a great image. We want to get out there and we want Ooh. to lay down the tracks, open the door, because when we pray, that releases God's provision. It's true. It's true. And I'm on the other side of the blessings of going through her book, being consistent, and not also pray. You know, the thing I love about when we can hold on to scriptures, it eradicates fear. Oh, because I think it's so possible. I know for years I prayed in fear. I was praying from fear and fear right. and fear. And that was something that I had to eradicate my brain of, I don't, wait, perfect love will cast this thing out so I can grab on to the love of God who speaks promises and blessings over my life and wants me to partner with him to lay yeah. tracks down so right. he can come on through. Amen. Amen. You know, there's a difference in worrying prayer and faith-filled prayer. And I'll take mm. the faith-filled prayer every day. Any day. Especially Any when we're infusing it with his word. You are so right. That's our and, anchor. And that's what I, I started her book in a fearful worry prayer. And by the end, I was changed. I was changed into a, 
I'm, I'm going to have faith. I feel released in this. I have to let God be God of my kid. This really kind of coming into a perspective of the kingdom and not so much of me and myself and woe is me. And this is hard, which mm-hmm. that's a good place to start. You have to know your own pain, drop the pin, but then yeah, move somewhere. Beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that. That's really that's so exciting. good. Okay. Now here's my second uh, request for everyone who is needing to pump up your prayer life. And I think that's everyone here and wants some neuroplastic change in your brain. I really highly encourage this book. Second thing is Jody does not have enough Instagram followers. We oh. need to get Jody some Instagram. Fo- I'm not joking. Like no, you, <laughs> she has been following Jesus forever, been part of a lot of the Christian movement and in television and early broadcasting, right? Met what was yes, seen? yes, I was a TV. Yes, that's I'm saying I'm I'm just old, and you're right. I I'm learning social media, and you're helping me, and I'm getting better. So thank you, um, thank you so much for that. But us us old gals need need all the help we can get. You do need the help, <laughs> and these are the ones we should be listening to. I'm sorry, I yeah, love all I love us all, and the you know with our who were first to Instagram and making all these things happen, but. I know Jody, Sarah, some of these women that have have been in this industry writing and contributing and creating content that just weren't maybe a part of the beginning gold rush to Instagram or Facebook. Um, that they're, you know, their voices, I I don't I want their voices heard in a noisy world of Facebook and Instagram. We need quality content, deep wells to contribute into your if you're gonna be on your phone and use it to socially um connect, which there's a blessing to that have the right account. I think there's a huge blessing to that. Like for a long time, I was scared off of it because people are like, Oh no, you're going to fall into the comparison trap or it's going to be a time suck or blah, blah. And I think all those things can be true, but I'm telling you what, I get some rich connections and content from the social media accounts I follow and I'm grateful for them. So for real. Yeah. And the fact, like you said, once upon a time, you had to send out a survey to a hundred oh, yeah. people. Like now you can just ask and people Think want of all the postage you can say. <laughs> totally. <laughs> all the Xerox copies, no more. Yes. Exactly. Save Seriously. the planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. So everyone, what, who are you? Is it I'm, Instagram I'm, you like? I'm, yes. I, I love Instagram. Yeah. I'm, I'm learning to love it. I'm Jody underscore burnt, B-E-R-N-D-T. J-O-D-I-E underscore B-E-R-N-D-T. Go now, everyone. Go now. I want her to see. I'm not kidding. We get about, you know, there's about about 10,000 listeners through a course of a month that listen to this podcast. If you're someone that's like, I want good content in my in my feed. And it's not like Jody's going to be there every day doing an Instagram live. But when you find her her content, especially as this book's coming out, you'll be greatly blessed. So yes, I want her to see a pump in her account and it's Revelation <laughs> Wellness cheering you on. Like we yes, are your great you know witness. what? And I, I read all the comments. I honestly, this is going to sound crazy, but I actually pray for people who follow me. I, when I see names come up and I pray for anybody who subscribes to my blog, oh my um, gosh. because I am old fashioned that way. And I just, I just love so seeing good. those names. Um, so if that's you, feel free to DM me or drop a comment saying something about Revelation Wellness and oh, your there, because uh, I would love to know about it, because this is an account that I have recently started following and listening to the podcast, and it's been life-changing for me. So all you listeners who are way ahead of me on that, thank you for what mm. you're doing for this group. We love you. You're welcome to the family of Revelation Wellness. We love you. I'm going to drag you up to retreat. I'm going to drag you in all the places. 
Yay. So I'm going to be inviting you. <laughs> All right, you guys, go get the book on Amazon. Pre-order now if you pre-order. If this is out and it's still in the pre-order phase, if you go um, to your – is it your website where they yeah, can get the – that's the easiest. You can just go to jodyburnt.com and find out about all the pre-order bonuses and how to Five get videos, bonus. devotional videos, and yeah. some conversations on prayer with other people. Yes. Right? I should have had you do the videos with me because you could have, like, done, done a workout as I'm doing the prayers. We'll have to do that another time. We'll do it another time. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going anywhere. All right. So go get it and um, go follow her and let's uh, keep this conversation going, changing our brains and getting our hearts and minds and souls and falling in love with scripture. I'm so grateful. Love you. Thank you, Jody, for being here. Thank you. Lord bless you. Lord bless all of your listeners with joy. Amen.